Hey, hey, it's Conrad Thompson from Something to Wrestle With, and you're listening to the Awesome 80s Podcast. Roll Tide. We have uh, next up for you an older episode from the... uh, it's just about 80s memories of wrestling. Just grasping at straws. You're like, well, what are we going to talk about? It's got to talk about wrestling. It's got to talk about 80s. This one we released a few years ago. Uh, please do enjoy. Uh, I don't know if I was on the show or not. I don't know if I had a child. I, I've i got two two children under two years old. I can't be on. I'm just being honest with you. I do not remember recording the on this episode. I may be on this episode, I may not be on this episode, but please do enjoy. Thank you. The recognized symbol of excellence in sports entertainment. Awesome 80s podcast. I'm Lawrence. I'm Michael. And I'm Dre. Hey, Dre. I, I thought we couldn't talk until we were given an answer. We need to be introduced. Welcome to the Awesome 80s podcast. This is this is our guest, Dre. Hi. From the old old school wrestling podcast? Yes, yes. Featured at flareshop.com. And and featured in the, the two disc box set that you're holding in your hand right now, too. 999 on uh, the internet. Dude. On the internet, the old school wrestling podcast. 35 seconds till he's shilling product. <laughs> I, I wasn't, this is the black cat. I wasn't going to mention that. Ah, uh, oh, hey, black cat. you sound a lot like Art. I am Art. This is Art. <laughs> uh, I'll come out of the closet. I am black cat, who was formerly Art. And apparently gay. <laughs> and not gay. <laughs> not that closet. Not oh. The podcasting closet. I didn't know there were several closets. Well, when you podcast and you're a professional wrestling fan, you, you are often in the closet. Let me ask you something, Black Cat. How many times in the last, we'll say, week, have people come up to you and said, are you are you Art? Uh, one one time okay. in the last week, someone came to me and asked me, and that was this time right here. Actually, no, no that's not true. Actually, <laughs> yeah. a friend of ours, uh, the spider, the spider, me, uh, asked me if I was art. You were art, really? Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Put I, one one and two, and, and I brought him into my office and closed the door, and I whispered, "Yes." And I told I told him the, the secret. Don't be scared. By the way, speaking of the secret, I recommend the book. <laughs> Oprah, Oprah recommend it. I hear Oprah's not doing very well these days. No, she's not. It's financially or emotionally. Uh, financially, her network is down the tubes. Oh, maybe you should read yeah. up on your TMZ. I should take a note from Mr. Ted Turner. <laughs> <laughs> once he sold wrestling, once he sold the WCW, his whole fortune went down the tubes. Did Oprah own wrestling? <laughs> Oprah owns everything. Touche. Touche, my friend. So for this week's podcast, we've chosen to discuss which topic. Professional wrestling from the 80s. 1980s professional wrestling from top to bottom. From N- top to bottom. NWA. the Post. I like WCW. This. WWF. 
Once again, I'd like to remind all of our viewers, if this isn't your cup of tea, by the way, we do a video podcast, that's why we have viewers. Oh, okay. Uh, this is being recorded. Uh, we'll be releasing some other crap podcasts we did in the past that you can listen to instead. I mean, excellent podcast. Maybe Tootsie. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed the Tootsie one. I had to watch Tootsie the other night. I'm Edward Kimberly. I'm Edward Kimberly. <laughs> I'm Edward Kimberly. So, we're talking about professional wrestling in the 80s. Three of us in this room are, I would say, very, very big wrestling fans. There's one man in the room. Not so... You, you've enjoyed pro wrestling in your in your days, but not at the level of the rest are you, of us. You're just talking about Dre, right? I'm not talking about Dre. I'm talking about... Barry Windham. We don't use last names. Now you've outed him. No, I'm out. 91 episodes we've gone without really? ever using a last well, name. I have I the magic it. of the internet. No, don't, 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 don't edit. We're, we're just going to out him. Okay. Well, I wanted to start out with everyone's. I mean, we're pretty much children of the 80s. What was everyone's first memory of wrestling in the 80s? Like, what do you? What is your first wrestling memory? Uh, my first wrestling memory was um, probably Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling, the cartoon. I was into cartoon before I was into wrestling. Because I'm pretty sure it's semi-autobiographical rock wrestling. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Well, yeah, the junkyard dog really lived in a junkyard. <laughs> <laughs> and then you couldn't get down off anything without getting down. Right. Yep. So, yeah. When did rock and wrestling roughly come out? I mean, not... 1986? Five, I think. 1985. Five, yeah. yeah. Um, it was like before... It was Cindy Lauper. Cindy Lauper right. was on a plane with Captain Lou Albano. They met. They hit it off. Cindy wanted him to play her father in her video. Girls just don't understand. Or, uh, his parents don't understand. <laughs> oh, Cindy Lauper was Will Smith. I didn't know that. Uh, girls just want to have fun. Became a super ooper popular video in the early days of MTV. Super ooper. So then, uh, Captain Lou became a household name. And, uh, you know, they continued their friendship. And she wanted to be part of wrestling because she got a kick out of it. Now, and, uh, that's what put the WWF on the map. Now, question. You guys' podcast... The old school wrestling podcast. You guys aren't known for being factual, right? No, correct. No facts whatsoever. Okay. Just clarifying. Our viewers expect the best, and I just want them to know that journalistic integrity. Pardon. Don't trip on the wire. Right. Don't worry. I'm not going to. Does anybody else want uh, beers? Don't drink the water. I won't drink the water. Sweat. <laughs> so, uh, what was your first memory, Black Cat? It, nothing specific, but it was watching uh, NWA Saturday Nights in my parents' basement. Uh, Ric Flair, Dusty Rhodes, lots of Road Warriors. I remember I was a big WWF fan, uh, and I watched the Sunday morning uh, USA show. But I remember the first time I ever saw NWA. It was on TBS after school one day. Quite the contrast, wasn't it? Yeah, I remember the scene I saw was Snuka uh, was going off top rope. He was in the NWA at the time. And he got pushed into the outside, and like they did a big blood thing. And I had never seen blood in wrestling because the WWF did not usually have blood. Mm-hmm. And I remember just like freaking out, like, "What is this?" <laughs> Do you think he did cocaine that night after the match? And he probably killed somebody. Yes, okay. uh, Mr. Carlson. That your- was never proven. Uh, yeah, it was the cocaine part. <laughs> <laughs> it never all of it's been proven. Never convicted. Uh, look it up online. Yeah, you're right. He wasn't convicted because Vince bought the Allentown Police Department. But, Mr. Carlson, what was your favorite uh, wrestling... Or first wrestling memory? Answer your own question. I would I would definitely say the WWF. I remember waking up and watching on USA um, Sunday mornings. That means turn up the volume. Turn it up. Turn it up to <laughs> 11. Turn, turn it up 11. now. 
Um, I really like the rock and wrestling because um, it de- definitely defined who was good, who was bad. Yes, there was clear lines. There was those shades of gray in rock and roll. I wasn't wrestling. sure exactly because when you when eventually you did watch regular wrestling, yeah. like Hulk Hogan and and Andre the Giant, they weren't friends. They weren't friends, but in I the cartoon, they were a they were besties. What, what, yeah, they're BFF. Yeah. And then there's always like, and everyone would like couple whenever they had the battles between the good and the bad. Yeah, like it was like Iron Sheik you and Hulk Hogan. With, yeah, you and then Big John Stud. Yeah, Big John Of Stud, course, with Andre, Andre the Giant, yeah. greatest there's arena the- in the world, Madison's <laughs> Square Garden. See, I have actually no memories of the rock and wrestling cartoon. You know what? I really I, don't either. Except I, I remember him at the gym. He had a on, squirrel yeah. with him. Yeah, and he had like a little on a pouch. DVD. Yeah. And, and was there a song at the end? Did they all sing a song, or, or was that just Fat Albert? Wrestling. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> uh, I'm sure there was a song. There's a, there's a Mr. T song. I, I imagine sure. them all like playing in Junkyard Dogs, like Junkyard. They're all like Hogan's playing the, the bass. bass. Yeah. Iron <laughs> 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 Sheik is playing something like a guitar or something. I remember in '86. Howdy Piper's I, playing the bagpipes, the electric ba- bagpipes. <laughs> I remember seeing rock and wrestling. Sing a song for you. Wanna teach you rock and roll wrestling lesson. I remember watching Rock and Roll Wrestling in 86 and I remember thinking, this show is for marks. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, can I ask the next question? Yes! Okay. Uh, children of the 80s, what is your favorite wrestling toy from you when you were a kid? Uh, I had the entire WCW uh, first edition, uh, 12 wrestlers. And they were stiff and hard plastic, and they really weren't very maneuverable. But the WWE ring came with a cage and a springboard, and at the time, WWF ring only was just a blue ring with ropes. And I remember, I loved that. I loved the WCW ring, because I could springboard. Like I said, the figures were the most immobile, worst figures to try to wrestle with. They were real hard plastic. Yes. And, but, I just, I loved... And now that original set, you had, you had, uh... Sting, Flair, Anderson, Ron Simmons, Butch Reed, Wyndham, Wyndham, Vicious, Sid Vicious, Tom Zink, Brian Pillman. Yes. And uh, the Steiner Brothers. You're correct. Luger. I, and Luger, I think you may have just named 12? them all. I think. Boom! Who's next? This is Trey's house. And, by the What's way, up? actually, no, this is Disco Yeah, they're all in the basement right now. <laughs> I, they're all still here. Any doubles? No. <laughs> See, even though I was more of an NWA fan, the, the good toys in, like, 87 were, like, the WWF ones. The ones hanging right yeah, there? Yeah, the LJN one or the Bendy WWF one, so, like, I would use those, and they were my NWA well, toys. then the WWF countered with their hard plastic toys, but the difference was is each one of them could do something. The, the Beefcake one would spring the, up, the Hogan one would do the arms. Yeah, they had movable arms and legs. Right. But yeah. I didn't like that. I didn't, I didn't like it. I didn't like them at all. I, I preferred the WCW ones that you, you could really just do one move with, but... Yeah, and, like, arm drags were, like... They kind of reminded me of the He-Man action figure. Yeah, Yeah, that second series of WWF ones. Was it by Hasbro? It was Hasbro, but... Well, no, yeah, the... NWA had figures before this that were the He-Man Maybe ones. that's what I was thinking of. That's what I was thinking of. Uh, wait, no, you're thinking of the AWA ones. Maybe that's they what had the Road Warriors and there was a Flair that's one. That's what it was. It was the AWA. There was also Freebirds and yeah. there was like Larry Zabisco and Baron Von Rushke. Every time I go to a flea market, I still will pick a couple up. You see them there? Yeah, that, well, that's where all those came from <laughs> oh, the last okay. year. But yeah, you still will find the, bar, I, the Barbarian is one I always see. 
and like the barbarian uh, He-Man one yeah. is a popular one at flea markets for some reason. I don't know why. One of my favorite things, uh, the memories of toys, wrestling toys in the eighties, and I still look for these now at like dollar stores or like the like generic ripoff wrestling. Yes. Oh yes, yes. They, they, like, you got uh, the masked one, you got the blonde-haired one, you the got the body one with like a handlebar mustache. Yeah, for, yeah, for my son, uh, for my, my son's uh, class, they have auctions, and I always volunteer at the end of the quarter to buy. Toys because I, I just buy it. Yeah. Actually, when we were in uh, Mexico recently, I bought a bunch of luchador ones <laughs> and I sent them to the class. We, we kept a bag, obviously, for ourselves. <laughs> of nice. And then the, all of them. Actually, I think my my favorite were the muscle, the muscle little pink guy. Yes, muscle like Mus- period. You that was an actual S-period thing. Yeah, yeah. Muscle is an actual product. I they had were so awesome. many of those. You know what I had? I had this special poster that I got. I yeah. think I, I think I had a like it was like a Pokemon poster. Yeah, and it had, had like, all like ninety eight yeah. action figures on there, so you could have like a big giant checklist. I think I had and all I, of them. I think that I got it from. I either got that or I got a special edition figure from drinking an entire box of Nestle Quick. <laughs> <laughs> there was okay, like a tie in right. promotion with Nestle Quick where you either either got the poster or you got like a, an action figure in the bottom of like the. The, the chocolate powder or something mm-hmm. like right. that. But I remember they had a tie-in with them. Does this a quick suck the powder? Does it just suck? That's a quick suck. I like, I like the syrup, personally. I, I kind of like the pink powder. You like the powder? The pink powder. Okay. Not the chocolate powder. Okay. Uh, all right, I'm going to ask the next question. Uh, this week, it has been announced uh, timely that No Holds Barred is being re-released. <gasps> Our friend Doiner, he, he broke the news to me on Twitter. Oh, did he? Yes. Well, Doiner's always on top of things. That's yes. what he does. Uh, being that it's been re-released... That's massive news. That is massive. Uh, we did No Hold Bart as a group two years ago. We did. Was that your favorite wrestling movie? That's a great question. Great segment. <laughs> I was going to ask that question, too. So, um, okay, what is your question? I'll see if, what, if my question maybe tweaks it a little bit. Well, my question is, what is your favorite wrestling movie? Okay. I, my question was going to be, what's your favorite movie that has a wrestler in it? Same thing. Okay. Um, well, my favorite movie that happens to have a wrestler in it, and it's not my favorite movie because there's a wrestler in it, it's just my favorite movie, is Roadhouse with Patrick Swayze, co-starring Terry Funk as the evil bouncer. The double you know, deuce. I know it's not, the double deuce. I know it's not 80s. I thought you'd be bigger. I know it's not 80s, but I would have thought you would have picked a certain uh, WCW movie to be your favorite. Ready to Rumble? Yeah. You, I love Ready to Rumble. <laughs> I know you do. I, I think legitimately that movie, love... I think that movie is horrible, but it is amazing. I I think it's awesome. That's I, why I'm surprised you picked Roadhouse. I literally watched that VHS a ton of times during the 90s. That's how good I liked it. I think if Ready to Rumble came out in the 80s, I'd probably like wrestling more. I think maybe that's the only reason I didn't name it, because it was in the 90s and it wasn't in the okay. 80s. But I absolutely love Ready to Rumble. Do you have The one? King, crown me! <laughs> crown me! <laughs> Oliver Platt? Oliver Platt plays like Jerry the King Lawler. Did he die? Or no, it wasn't him. It was Elden from uh, Murphy Brown. They looked a lot alike. Uh, what is your favorite, Michael? It's called Suburban Commando. It's like a quality film. I remember going to see that at Eastland Mall Cinemas. <laughs> uh, um, mine was the 1970s The Wrestler. Oh, that Vern Gagne. With Vern Gagne. That's not the one with Henry Winkler? Oh, that's another good one. That's the one. What is that movie called? I don't remember. Mr. Saturday Wrestling. Night or something? Or, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, he, I'm sure so it's He was like a technology. substitute teacher who, like, moonlighted as a professional yes. wrestler. Me, me and our old friend, uh, Homeless VJT, uh, 
we he rented that one night and we and he made me watch it and it was like every heel was the stereotypical German guy yeah, and yeah. yeah I don't know what the Henry that was one of my favorite bad wrestling movies I'm thinking of the the Lionel Alzheimer you're talking about TV show it's a TV, TV show, show. Uh, what was that Learning the Ropes Learning the yeah, Ropes, Learning the ropes. Which starred a different NWA wrestler every week. Do you remember there was a, they were yeah. a guest episode? Yeah. yeah. So that was like 1988, something like that. Was it on the Family Channel? Because I think all I'll say those. No, it was, was on TBS. It was like a lead-in, or like it was after NWA. Do you guys remember the Family Channel? No. It was Body by yeah. or, uh, the Jake had his own. T- <laughs> it wasn't Body by Big Jake. Brother Jake. Big, Bro- Jake. Big Brother Jake. Okay. And, they had I Western. remember that show. Yeah, definitely. they had like westerns. It was the Family Channel. <laughs> what I loved about NWA National Wrestling Alliance uh, Turner sort of promotions is is that they were always you know like WWF and Vince had these great you know promotions. They were always like uh, Mellow Yellow or <laughs> Zubas or uh, what were the Ruse Ruse yeah <laughs> sort of like they, they, so not even B level promotions. They were like C level <laughs> yeah. promotions. Those shoes had pockets in them. That was the big zipper. There's a little zipper on the side. You can put like change in there. Uh, Spare change. It's like take a quarter with you so you can call your mom. <laughs> Why would so you, you call your call mom? Call, so you don't have to call no, collect. No, no. Up yeah, like, hey, mom, ready to be picked up. Yeah. <laughs> you dial ten ten two twenty and then. <laughs> I mean, like an average Saturday afternoon for me was I would uh, walk from my house to Jewel Osco. First stopping at the Coke machine, get a Mellow Yellow with the Dusty Roads picture. <laughs> go into the grocery store, get a WWF ice cream bar, and then go to the other end of the strip mall to go to the, the VHS store and pick well, up wouldn't a wouldn't you pick up video. a magazine while you're at the store? I'm sure I would browse them okay. and look at them and then... <laughs> I never bought them, I just read them when my mom was grocery shopping. And then I would go rent a video from the video My average Saturday afternoon was watching uh, She's the Sheriff, <laughs> and then What's Happening Now... And then small wonder, and then Mama's family, and then nap time. <laughs> nap time is very important. Who's, uh, your, who's your favorite wrestling robot? <laughs> <laughs> wow! That's Whoa! That's a good question. Did you see the thunder? We had a weather phenomenon here on the uh, simulcast podcast. Uh, Black Cat, do you have a question? You can't catch your Latin in a bottle like that, (laughs) You try to catch it. Do you have a question, Black Cat? Uh, Let's see. My question. I don't have anything else. Let me think about it. All right, well, I have one. What was your first ever wrestling pay per view you saw? And Dre, you saw a lot more than anyone anyone else combined. I I saw WrestleMania 3 on the circuit. Um, I I was watching wrestling for probably three years before I even had the capability of getting oh the yeah interview in the house. I remember watching the build up to that. The day of, like they had from Detroit, Mean Gene was broadcasting. Oh, it was amazing. You probably went right after school and watched the whole thing. Until you know, what? it was like a snow day. Oh no way! Yeah, what luck. Yeah, it was a. It was like a snow. We had a day off school, whether it be a holiday or a snow day, and I went down there and they had it. And it was just amazing. Wow. Do you remember as a child, as a child playing wrestling with your friends and neighbors? Absolutely. I remember. <laughs> I remember playing wrestling before I even liked wrestling. I'm gonna. I'm gonna tell you that in this room, it, there's greatness, <laughs> because there is the first ever, to my knowledge. Colin Hoos area champion. Whoa. I don't know the ex- official federation name, but it was the it was the black cat. The Bloomington Normal 
The NWC, the we were the Bloomington Normal Wrestling Council. I believe I saw that title belt in 1999 <laughs> in somebody's bedroom. <laughs> and then at one point in uh, 1987, we actually broke. We, we split. Split. It was a split into the Bloomington Wrestling Council and the Normal Wrestling Council. Now here's the what weird the part. Split no, here's the weird part. He was the only member. <laughs> Oh, we had, there was a group of us. There was like, I don't know, eight or ten of us. Was Linda Lawyer Valet? Uh, no, she was not. Uh, and we would wrestle in my in my backyard. And so, actually, I remember I, I somebody had a leg lock on me, and I, I was I complained about my spleen, because I didn't want to do it. You knew what a spleen was? No, no, you had no idea. You, just <laughs> you don't want a spleen. It's oh. in my leg. It's you right You don't want knee. a spleen to burst uh, like that? By the way, just a quick... How did you uh, know about Did I tell you about that? Yeah, me and you have actually talked about this many many times. Okay. Uh, quickly, I, on our podcast, we use initials to describe okay. people. Uh, I know Owen and Nari knows this, and Carlson's going to pick up on these initials. This will be a test for you. <laughs> Not four hours ago, I sat and ate dinner ten feet away from JS. Really? It was very awkward. Very awkward. Thank you for sharing. I also wanted to call you to show up. <laughs> I think her head would have exploded. Um, I knew who JS is. Okay, good. Her, her husband, and her kid. What if I showed up and gave you I'm a big open Why if she was there? <laughs> what? Because it was your work thing, right? But it was at, but it was in a public restaurant. Oh, okay. I thought you had like a private room. There's no private room what, in that it's restaurant. It's on the show. I don't care. <laughs> it's it's initials. It's initials. We can't oh, get okay. sued. I will say JS's kid has an enormously large head. <laughs> you might want to edit that part. <laughs> no, it's making fun of a minor. That's not making fun of it. That's a fact. I can't defend them. That's a fact, uh, brother. I also made a fake. Wrestling magazine in third grade at the same time in print shop. It was called Real Wrestling. I remember a kid made fun of ironic. Fun of it for being called Real Wrestling. No, it was R E E L. It was all about wrestling movies. So you made your own mass communication device for wrestling. I used my my Mac LC three and I put together in print shop headlines and I I wrote stories because you love what I used to do. I would sit in class and book fake tournaments with yeah. real wrestlers. I um, would build. I built um, an entry. A wrestling way. ring. Yeah, no, I, built an, <laughs> I built an entry curtain that came through from from um, the bathroom in our in our rec room. So that was like the locker room, and you would. That's very awesome. I would just wrestle pillows. And I had, and I had my and I had my uh, my boombox on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> Press play on the tape. Hey, that, give respect to Buck Rock and Roll Zuhoff, who <laughs> invented uh, entrance music. Yes, he did. Did anyone else make title belts? Uh, I made title belts. I uh, know. I would buy the WCW plastic ones, which we actually used at one point. I had the old WCW ones. Are you referring to when we played video games? Yes. yes. The original <laughs> Nintendo 64? Oh, that was my next question, actually. Yes. What was your first ever wrestling video game that you really enjoyed? Okay, um... Well, probably pro wrestling on Nintendo. The, the two. System. The one with uh, the Amazon and uh, Starman. Starman, Starman was Starman. the best. Yeah. Uh, you know what's awesome? I, uh, me and uh, Hardcore Badass went to WrestleMania 23 in Detroit. And, uh, you were missed. There was, there was a guy, an adult, walking around in a full-fledged Starman costume. By the way, I don't know if that's Star awesome or just completely sad. It was awesome. Uh... I I loved the pro wrestling one, but then I remember the first time at Stars and Stripes video, 
had the uh, NWA one. Oh, and I have a story about I that. marked out at the NWA game. I don't remember. I up one? Like, yes, definitely. No, no, this was a Nintendo. Nintendo. Oh, it was called okay. World Championship Wrestling, yes. and it had the Road Warriors on the cover. And oh, yeah, I remember yeah, yeah. seeing this thing advertised in a magazine one time, like in Pro Wrestling Illustrated or something like that, and I called I Toys R Us every single day for four months asking them if that video game had been in. And I think the same person answered the phone each time, and they said... Not today. <laughs> <laughs> Not today, kid. Hey, I'm going to open a Steve Weiser if you guys don't mind. <laughs> Go for it. Steve Weiser zero? <laughs> I'm worried about my love handles. <laughs> worried about my figure. Now, what was the one that you, the one you called? Was it just pro wrestling? Yeah. You're just you, pro yeah, wrestling. Is that a Nintendo one? Yeah, just yeah, original NES. Nintendo. Yeah, it was like ice hockey where you yeah, picked like the... ice where, hockey, yeah. Where you had the two skinny guys and you wanted one medium and then two big. <laughs> there, there That's how you want in that game. There was a coin-up one. I don't remember the name of it, but it was this. We would go up to this cabin. Or, Saturday Night Slam Masters. Maybe you're making that. No, up. I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm absolutely not. Uh, and I would play this on my summer vacations up in Michigan. The UP. Uh, the right U- below the UP. I don't right hear below about the UP. We would occasionally go to the UP. Unless you're so in the like, UP, you're not in Michigan. Are you so right in there? Your abs by, right by where the tips? Where the tips? Touch? Actually, kegels. Where the tips touch? Pretty close to that. Okay. Yeah. What about you, Michael? What about me? Yeah. Um, I was... I, I probably played that original Nintendo NES game yeah. with the Star oh, Man. Yeah. That's what my friend Steven, he probably had. I was, I was, I, that's where I was... I was really reluctant to get into anything. I was going to ask you... I remember that game. It, it was, like, the only... I couldn't I couldn't pin anybody. I could only get them on the outside and get them counted out for a 10 count. My problem always was is I could, would get out of the ring and I could never figure out how to get back into the ring. That I'd always did. Yeah. That was tough. And remember that goddamn Amazon who always put that, like, <laughs> bite on your forehead? I was going to ask you, uh, Michael, a specific question. Uh, since you are not the wrestling fan that we all are, but your best friend growing up is a huge wrestling yes, fan. Yes, huge wrestling fan. How did that affect you, like, with wrestling? I just wanted to get to get over as soon as possible. <laughs> it's like, we're watching another wrestling thing. Especially, like, when you're used to WWF, then we're watching... Um, it would have been out of Chicago. Would have been AWA. Is that okay. Correct? Yeah. And then and WCW later. Yeah. It's just like the production value is totally different mm-hmm. than like WWF. You're like, okay, I can deal with WWF. And then we're watching this shitty wrestling. You didn't appreciate. For, from my perspective, as like an eight year old child, you're like, this doesn't really appeal to me. Absolutely. No, that's true. I yeah. Mean, you know, we we talk. You know, as big wrestling fans now, talk about how awesome the NWA was. But I mean, really, it was like a shit television show. Well, I loved global. I loved gorgeous ladies of professional wrestling. <laughs> Glow. Do you remember their entryway? Like they they would come off of an elevator. <laughs> Literally, like the elevator to the casino would open up, and they would come out and go into the ring and wrestle each other. Mike, yeah. Do you think there's something about you that attracts wrestling fans? Well, I have an open heart and open mind. Because <laughs> you know, it seems like you just seem to attract a lot of people. Fans. I a lot. I would say ninety percent of my fans. Have a wrestling figure at their house. You said fans. fans. The friends. <laughs> well, now we know where we stand with Michael. Michael's like a real life Facebook wow, thing. He's okay. moved past just having friends. He's he like fans. a fan page. Exactly. Like people like him now. Clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose. <laughs> you said fans, you dick. Well, if I got fans, I got fans. Yeah, it's kind of weird, Mike. But I do have one wrestling figure. I've got the the big rubber Hulk Hogan one. 
That's the one you well, have? Wow. Yeah. You, those, things, those things are amazing toys, though. Like, you can whip those down the stairs. You're talking about that one? Yeah. Nothing like, would could, happen to them. Like, well, you, the paint would scuff off. Well, you yeah. could leave them on the rain. You they could were, bury them in the backyard. Well, nothing would happen They were real susceptible to scuffing. Okay. But, yes, they would not get damaged. I mean, you could probably take a scissor to them, and they would, like, heal. <laughs> <laughs> like, you could throw it in the microwave. Yeah, it'll, it'll heal. What do you think's wrong with us, Mike? Oh, that's a good question. Oh, wow. You are the yeah. only normal person in this room. Oh, I disagree. This is why that question is flawed. Because he's obsessed with like 18 other things, like to the point of obsession. He just... We had, just have one? Yeah, he just... He got so obsessed with all these other things, by the time he got time. into wrestling came around, he's like, I don't have fucking time for this. I don't have time for this bullshit. <laughs> got enough nerdy things to look after. <laughs> Growing up, I was definitely really into G.I. Joe's for a while. I guess part, I mean, yeah. I, was, I, grew, was I, I, I grew over it. Yeah, I, just, I never got into G.I. Some people get their jobs. Some people get their adult responsibilities. I'm never <laughs> giving up G.I. Joe's. Can you guys on, in podcast land hear the air quotes? He's doing air quotes. By the way, I know you guys are from Podcast Land. We're actually from Podcastville. Oh, okay. So, well, I mean, we could be sister cities. Well, we're building a highway. We're, we're from uh, po- Podcastopolia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so Capital just south city. of Podcast Land. South, yes. Capital city. <laughs> Capital city. Um, I don't think it's... I don't know. Like, when I was a little kid, I would... I was really into baseball. I'd write, like, baseball lineups in my stats. notebooks. And I, I would that do too. stats. But see, like... I was really into 80s movies. You're really into 80s wrestling and 80s movies. But he's into 80s wrestling, 80s movies, and all kinds, all of, kinds stuff. of other stuff. He is me. <laughs> he's, in, he's into 80s cardboard cutouts. <laughs> I, I try to spread it around, people. I spread, spread it around. Spread, spread the merchandise dollars. <laughs> I mean, if I can have an ironic 80s t-shirt that involves Ravishing Rick Rude yeah. and the 80s, I'm in. You're the guy keeping Taiwan alive. <laughs> oh, wait till you see the shirt I have for you tomorrow. Okay, one last question. What is your favorite... Now that we're adults, and, you know, when we were kids, these people, these wrestlers were, like, superheroes to us. They were, like, out of this world, untouchable forces of, of, of nature. Now that we're adults, and we see, like, the human element of these guys, what is your favorite... Crazy, like wrestling arrest or a crazy story that happened that you've heard on the news or heard through dirt cheats. What, what, we don't, what's the dirt? No. Uh, you know what? One of my favorite things is something we saw live, which was uh, Kevin Nash drunk in front of kids trying to get Missy Hyatt to take her shirt off. <laughs> and, and she was very mad. I don't know if you remember this. It was at the second yes, film show. Remember that. And she was very angry, like in the ring, yelling at him. When I was a kid, I liked to see boobs. <laughs> <laughs> Almost I'm... as much as I do now. Go ahead. <laughs> I think mine was uh, the, the Hacksaw Jim dude <laughs> oh, and yeah. the Iron Sheik incident because I remember being really confused. Yeah, so the, the deal is that uh, the two of them were, hated each other in the ring, they were enemies. One was. Uh, was a, a true patriot, loved America, and the other one was a foreigner. So it was a natural enemy. And the two of them were pulled over, driving together. On the Jersey a, Turnpike. On the Jersey Turnpike, smoking a joint in the car together. Uh, 
They were not smoking a joint. <laughs> they were snorting some. They were they were doing lines of coke off a mirror while they were driving. <laughs> some booger sugar. Here, hold the hold the wheel while I get at this. Hold <laughs> <laughs> Here, snort it off my two by four. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it was in the newspapers. I remember reading. Yeah, yeah, this was very bad. Yeah, what is just? I like the time Jimmy snuck a kill a hooker, but <laughs> apparently that's not that's allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> Alleged. Actually, I wasn't a hooker. It was his girlfriend. I take yes. it. Rest in peace, girlfriend. I'm sorry I called you a hooker. <laughs> there is this rumor that wrestling is planned. Predetermined. Predetermined. Um, when, was, when was the first time you actually thought that maybe it was predetermined? That's a really good question. I thought it was predetermined before I ever watched it. Just because people told me. Okay. See, it was like Santa Claus. I I didn't know that. I think I kind of knew it. Yeah. But I didn't. But I remember my dad specifically. Like he always kind of ragged on. It. In fact, I I got limited to how much I could watch a week at one point. Yeah. Uh, I could have. I had one hour a week, which I always chose to do with Sunday mornings. But I think if it was a Saturday night main event, I think I got an exemption. But uh, I remember like I never really thought about it. But then my dad, like one time, it was uh, Halloween Havoc '90. He had all this high-tech video equipment for his business, and like he paused it, and you could see that Sting's foot was a good six inches from Sid Vicious's uh, breadbasket, if you will, <laughs> if you will. Uh, and I remember, and he's like, "See, it's fake." And that was the first time I was like, "Yeah, I don't care about that. Like, yeah, that, that has yeah. no effect on my love of this." I, you know, now that I think about it, like I don't even remember a time when I thought that Santa Claus was real. I just don't. You have no soul. I might not. I just didn't. Never goes lives Have you heard of Lapland in Finland? Lapland, maybe. You can go to the Arctic I, Circle and visit Santa Claus. Oh, I, Lapland is a place. Yeah. yeah, I was thinking some. I've been to Lapland too, and it cost me about eighty bucks. It's priceless. <laughs> but she was very flexible. <laughs> Isn't it Sandy Claus? <laughs> you got to turn something pure into something disgusting. <laughs> you said Lapland. It's called Lapland. <laughs> it's in Finland. Uh, it, you know what? If the black cat went there, that obviously you were on the wrong path. All right. I'm in the righteous, and you're not. Yeah, so I'm trying to think when I first realized that. I think, actually, I saw Iron Sheep thing had something to do with it, because it was sort of like... Why would they be in the car together? When you realized it, did you immediately publish it on your newsletter? No, no. We, <laughs> we were kayfabe. We were kayfabe. Owen, Owen Williams realizes wrestling is fake. <laughs> Breaking news, special edition. Coke led to this. <laughs> Mike, you, you knew it was fake all along. I, I, I assumed it was real probably up until like 90. 90? Jesus Wow, you are a... How old are you? True believer! Wow. Why would I think it's something other than being the truth? <laughs> did you believe in Star Wars? <laughs> Actually, he did. You don't... I mean, you never... They could call you at any time. You don't know. You don't know. Jedi Academy? You don't know. You need a lightsaber? I can get you a lightsaber. <laughs> you know a guy? <laughs> What's your favorite wrestling memory as a kid? Hmm. I don't know. I think I like um, the night on Saturday night's main event when uh, the Hart Foundation and the Honky Tonk Man attacked the Macho Man and threw Elizabeth down on the floor, and the Hulkster came out to save the Macho Man. I think I freaked out in my in my living room. Honestly, that's that's, that's mine. Is it really? I remember because the Honky Tonk Man tuned him Macho Man for a good three to four minutes. Like, oh he yeah, guitar to the head, yeah. and then. They did it where Liz 
was like wait like she went in the back but then she was kind of waving him out and Hogan came out with like a towel like he had just was in the shower and like he threw the towel down and it was he was full garb and just yeah. house of fire and it was just magical because it was it was the mega powers it was the mega powers they be, the beginning they of the mega powers the best part was when she dragged Hogan through the curtain he had that look on his face like he was like what 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 is going on right he did he the did. moment he went to the curtain he saw it and he's like Oh, I realize what's going on right. now. I have to save the Absolutely. day. Absolutely. Uh, my other favorite actually was the Jake the Snake, uh, Rick Rude angle, where Rick Rude called out his real wife. And yes. I don't know who was on commentary. I'm assuming it was Gorilla, but man, he played it up so good. Yeah. Like that's Cindy Roberts. This is this, and yeah. You, and once again, Jake the Snake was quote unquote in the shower, so he missed the whole thing. Yeah. But. Uh, <laughs> But that I remember just like that was realism. Yeah, like it wasn't Dino Bravo calling the earthquake out of the crowd. You knew that was not <laughs> real. Yeah. But it was earthquake playing some dumb South Carolina hick. <laughs> Far, I remember it's just a South Carolina farm boy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you knew that was. I mean, the way they played up, you just had a feeling that was really Jake the Snake's wife. And they and then when yeah, those were my two favorite because there was sort of a sense of realism to it. Even the the Hogan obviously was not. But as a kid, I was like. Oh my god, this is yeah. unbelievable. It, it was really cool. It was like the, your two favorite people finally meeting. Uh, I also remember uh, being very confused going back to something we talking about earlier because I did book my own federation of WCW <laughs> or WWF. So I remember always thinking the Rockers were champs because they were always my champs and being confused when they came out without the belts. <laughs> oh, that's sad. Uh, Owen, what was a. a uh, I, I, I think there were two. Uh, um, the first one I think of is when Lex Luger and Barry Windham won the tag titles from Tully and Arnold, the Clash of Champions won. Uh, I, I just remember having a bigger reaction for that than almost anything. Like, a, a, a reaction of joy. Like, yeah. pure joy. Uh, like, jumping and, like, running around my basement. Um, and then the other one was pure disgust when Terry Funk pal drove uh, Ric Flair <laughs> through a table. You know one Mark, this is a little later in life, but when uh, D- when Dustin Rhodes' secret partner at the Clash was Ricky Steamboat, and he came out in the, the dragon, the dragon suit, I remember calling my friend immediately, and we were both just like, oh my god, Steamboat! Nice. Uh, Mr. Carlson, you not being a huge wrestling fan, did, was there a moment that really just stuck out to you? Well, just yeah. especially like when they were trying to pass the torch to uh, the warrior, it just like... It just it it really killed. Like I didn't really I didn't like the warrior at all. I thought oh. those people were out of out of control. Why you were you sad? Want? Yeah, especially like <laughs> I just why would anyone? It just blew my mind why anyone would even like the Ultimate Warrior. Yeah. Uh, just back to back to what I, I mean, like the realization, like the that it was fake. Like especially like when the drugs came out and everyone decided they were, you know, juicing. They were juicing. It came from the juice. court. You know, that was like this is predetermined. It became <laughs> sports entertainment, not. A, they didn't have to get. They didn't have to be licensed by the boxing and and boxing commission in each state. That like, didn't happen until two thousand. Well, what I mean it was just. It was, bothered you, huh? Yeah, it's like what? Why would you even watch it after that? Why would you? It just. It took the magic away from me. Like, why would Hulk Hogan lie to me? Why would? Why would <laughs> Wait a minute. I think we're getting down to a few. Uh, issues. I know. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> Like why? Why would Andre the Giant lie? It just it you just, feel betrayed by these gentlemen. Andre the Giant never lied to you, by the way. So I, guess, I think we're making great progress. Here. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Like you I don't even have to pay for this. I don't even have to pay. Oh for no, this. you're paying for this. <laughs> if you found out Duke from Jan Joe was lying to you, would you feel just as violated? 
I realize that Duke is a cartoon what character. If, what if knowing was not half the battle? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, like, what if? So it's like, and the other half is lasers. Come on. <laughs> we started this show by talking about how Hulk Hogan was a cartoon character in a cartoon. <laughs> how... No, then he made videos where he was, he was making these shakes and he put eggshells uh, in it and you say your prayers and you brush your teeth. It's like say so your prayers, brush your teeth, and eat your vitamins. Uh, I think this is we figured yeah, out. Yeah, we why have definitely he's made progress. Not a wrestling fan because he felt violated. Because they're all liars. Every trial. single one is a liar. So when you're growing up, you like WWF or you like WCW? I was WWF guy. Like both. Was, like both. All of it. Uh, I became WCW when I moved down here in around 80. I remember my first angle was Sting uh, getting kicked out of the Horseman. But then RoboCop showed up, and I remember being very confused by that. But I was WWF up until like 88, 89, and then I I basically abandoned them because their product was crap. You abandoned WWF? I did. I went straight to WCW. Until what? All late 90s, to be honest with you. Even today, last night. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we are 90, here this weekend to watch WrestleMania. 96 was actually, it took me probably six years to get back Mar- to WWE. March of 2001. <laughs> I, I did not believe in Bret Hart as a champion. You know why? Is he small? They used to call Canadian? him Hart. No, because he used to call him Hart the Fart. He's <laughs> <laughs> a goddamn bear in his backyard. <laughs> <laughs> Dad drove him to school in a limo. I don't remember the question anymore. Uh, I'm not a big wrestling fan, but I really enjoy the documentaries. There's a Ricky Steamboat one. There's an that one's pretty lame. One. There's there's uh, the, there's an actual Heart Fountain Hearts the, documentary this, plus the Bret Hart one. I'm the only one who's seen it start to finish in here, but the Stone Cold documentary that they just put out is the best that they've ever done. Okay, well I guess we're done here. That's good. All right. No, I'm just saying, if that's the best they've ever done, we don't have to have any more discussion. Well, Documentary-wise. Lawrence has spoken. He's handing down decrees. There's no room for debate, folks. This is our Jack Tunney, right? Here. <laughs> is it a lot about ECW, or is it at least mentioned in the... Oh, it's every, It's his yeah. entire career. It's really good. So do you think in the CM Punk documentary he will discuss LWF? Yes. In fact, I know for a fact he is. Cause I know for a fact. I do. I know people. You know people. <laughs> you know, you know, Phil. Did you did you did you know Billy Wack used to live in my friend's apartment complex? <laughs> I know, I know Havoc. <laughs> I, bought a, I bought a CD from him at Best Buy. <laughs> wow, this just got way too inside. <laughs> I'm Lawrence. <laughs> I'm Michael. This is the Black Cat. And this is Drake. Stay awesome, awesome, everybody. So long, folks. Don't fuck with the babysitter! <laughs> Woo! Suck it! Suck it! Go! You still here? Don't, don't, don't worry about us. We'll be alright. It's over. Should you need us? Yes. Should you need us? For any reason at all. Go home. Get out of here! Can't you see we don't want you anymore? Go! When it comes crashing down and it hurts inside You 
got a price. Everybody's gonna pay. Cause the million dollar man This is the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase, coming to you live from Boca Raton, and you're listening to the awesome 80s podcast with Michael and Lawrence. Everybody's got a price for the Million Dollar Man.